Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Halcyon, the Book of Pyman, is a fantasy horror podcast inspired by historical events and characters. This work of fiction was designed, developed, and produced by a multicultural team of various religious faiths and beliefs. Professor Pyman lives in a dangerous world, and his story contains themes of violence, gore, adult situations, and language. Listener discretion is advised. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable that one of thy members should perish, and not thy whole body should be cast into hell. Matthew chapter 5 verse 29 Chapter 7 Angel Eyes Nayaz had warned him, but yet Professor Pyman had remained incredulous. Until now, 
He flexed a gloved hand and reached out for the doorknob, feeling the power of the artifact in his breast pocket start to throb and waver. The crystal dagger was hardly a Christian object, but the Catholic Church had protected it nonetheless. They understood what it could mean if it fell into the wrong hands. It was then that he heard a scream, strangled and cut off abruptly as it began. And then he felt it, all the way back in the sacristy, in the inner sanctum of this overwrought and pretentious house of God. He felt the presence of another, a presence, an energy he had not felt in a very, very long time. Professor Pyman turned and made his way back into the church. Running off into the darkness of the night wouldn't do. In these small hours, he needed to be sure. Indeed, there was a figure standing over a now-silenced worshipper who lay on the church floor. This newcomer, this other, was a ghoulish, hunched shadow, moving interchangeably with the speed of a striking snake and the caution of a prowling cat near its victim. The other stood at the head of the body, darting his hands in and out of view, as if searching for something on the corpse's face. The presence, while familiar, did not match with Pyman's recollection of its owner. This creature looked as though he had crawled out of the sewers at the bottom of the world. His coat was in tatters, his hat was full of holes, and his bald head shone through the topmost flaw as he dipped his face close to the face of his victim. Even from a distance, the visitor smelled of a thousand horrible places, covered with sludge and waste in all the leavings of the lowliest chasms of the earth. A human man, the source of the scream, was quite dead. Pyman knew this from the metallic scent of fresh blood and the gnawing, tearing sounds of flesh and sinew. The vicious other seemed intent in his work on the victim's face, which was accompanied further by nauseating sounds, animalistic, primal, the ripping of flesh and cracking of bone, the unnatural shaking and shuddering of the corpse as it was scavenged. Pyman watched the other's fingers now covered in a variety of human awful, hold up one, then another fresh white orb and lean back, placing them in his own sockets, again, one after another, as a person twists in some of these newfangled light bulbs. Eyes. The other had taken the dead man's eyes. The murderer turned to Pyman who remained expressionless. The professor merely cocked his head to one side and continued to watch the gruesome display, already gleaning the identity of the other from an ancient signature of light and energy. Familiar, yes, but somehow darker. Now this much more sinister version smiled, holding out gore-soiled hands while his face flared with a maniacal light 
The stolen eyes were fire, literal fire, crackling and fizzling in the other's skull while he settled them on the professor. They burned in blue flame and lit up the face of the visitor, an interloper into Pyman's silent and clandestine mission, impromptu as it might have been. This other, this long-lost brother who was one like himself. Neither said a word. The only sounds were the hissing and sizzling of the eyes. Pyman watched as the stolen organs dimmed and darkened, eventually leaving nothing but smoking craters in the other's face, like a campfire that had been squelched in a hurry. The smoke hung around his countenance, dusting and obscuring his features. But Pyman had absolutely no question about who stood before him. Balliol. The other scoffed and casually settled a pair of dark glasses on the bridge of his Roman nose. He made a motion with his head, as though he were looking Pyman up and down, but there was an emptiness in the gesture. A pantomime quality. Finally, the visitor spoke. Damn these weak human eyes. They never last for long. I'm lucky to get a good minute before they're up in smoke. <laughs> As it were. Hardly worth the effort. But in this case, I needed to see you for myself. The professor tipped back the brim of the bowler hat and answered first with a shrug. Then tell me, what is your assessment? <laughs> You've changed, Azazel. So has the world, and me along with it. He still made no grand moves but merely remained at his place beside the altar, assessing Balliol from the high ground. Azazel. No one had called him by that name in many a millennium until the demon Nias just days ago. Is eternity finally long enough to forget what your own given name sounds like when spoken out loud? You'll never Fool me <laughs> into thinking you've embraced them, these humans. Balliol's thin lips twisted into a frown as he seemed to instinctively turn his gaze to the lifeless body at his feet. He shrugged, licking the blood off his long, bony fingers. Don't think I haven't noticed what you've been doing with them. All this time, Azazel, <laughs> draining them dry like food, using them like fodder. Perhaps you haven't changed that much, come to think of it. <laughs> How are your own beloved creations these days, anyway? <laughs> How many are left? Three? Four. 
This time, Paimon did move, closing the distance in three great strides and lifting Balliol off the ground by the collar of his blood-stained shirt. What do you want, Balliol? Why are you here? The professor shook his visitor with each word for emphasis, their faces mere inches away. The dark lenses fell away, and Pyman stared into those cavernous scars, feeling his fury grow because Balliol refused to school his expression into anything other than a mocking grin. If you are here for revenge, by all means, do your worst, you piece of fucking shit. Otherwise, tell me why you've been recklessly drawing attention to yourself by murdering a flock of these pious shits. All around the goddamn world. What are you looking for? Balliol collapsed in the heap next to the corpse as Pyman let go his shirt. His face was paler still, white against the darkness of the sanctuary. <laughs> really? Azazel, your hypocrisy knows no bounds. I heard about that priest a few weeks ago. I'd recognize your handiwork, even without having to borrow from these humans to see it. I had my reasons. Ah. Are you asking me to explain myself to the likes of you? Really, that's why you're here. You know what I want. They're in this city. I know it. I can feel it. All these superstitious ways, grasping at any relic, any ridiculous bit of something do you think will bring them closer to God? <laughs> I want my eyes, Azazel. You bore me. You know I had no choice at no, the time. No, 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 no. You did. You absolutely did. You, you betrayed me. Balio stumbled to his feet, fists shaking vigorously with each pointed phrase. His chest heaved under the soiled linens, and he leveled an index finger, aimed at Pyman's heart. I was Lyle. I did everything Father asked of me. But I looked the other way. 
forward. You, you did this to me in each and every way. You, Lucifer. The visitor replaced his glasses and straightened his rumpled clothes. Some say I went mad, you know? But Lucifer? He's even madder. Pyman felt his own shoulders tense, flinching imperceptibly, not at the name, but at the memory. My fight was my own. And I'll thank you to not fold me into Lucifer's rebellion. If you can call it that at all. Lucifer took the cheapest and easiest way out of heaven. His fight cost me too much. Too many of them. <laughs> It cost me nearly everything. Our loving, forgiving father handed down the decree that I should lose my eyes for looking away from you and your obsession with your little creatures. Your little creatures playthings he made you do this to me you yeah, but you have to do it with such gusto we were brothers and I do it again Twelve times over, Balium. It was the only way. And the being that you still call father is no father of mine. You and I were brothers. But the things that you call my obsession and playthings. They were my children. I molded them from the earth, from my own light and blood. I created them. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, I had to protect them from you and Michael and your father. And if I could, I would have joined all the archangels in hunting and annihilating all through the millennia. And so, I'll help her now. Because she is hunting them. <laughs> There was this small settlement outside of Edinburgh, and well, was is the operative word. <laughs> I'll gladly stand by her side to bring you to your knees. You. Betrayer of your own kind. You, Lucifer. You're not so different. What has she done? She's so close. Bailey laughed his sing-song mantra as Paimon grabbed him by his frayed collar once again. What has she done? Bailey recovered his sickening grin. He splayed his fingers out, seeming to revel in the gore. The visitor looked at his former brother and began to hum an unrecognizable tune. As he added the words, he tucked in one finger after the other as if in some macabre countdown. One, two, three thousand years. I know she's here, and because of that, you're going to tell me what it is that you know! <laughs> tell you what you already know. Deep down, you have to know. She's hunting you. And she's hunting everything she thinks holds power 
in order to burn you to ash. <laughs> Surely she'll. I took a few of these weaklings because I thought they had what belonged to me. But no. Not all of them. <laughs> songs about you as <laughs> They'll sing songs about how your witch Lilith tore you apart. Only after she tore everything and everyone you love. She's going to burn your children. And you will Baleal's mad laughter rang out and echoed in the empty hall. The sound grew and grew until it seemed to shake the darkened stained glass windows and wooden arches. Uh, one thing I have to know. How was we able to make a new one? father left you powerless when you burned that sigil into you. New one. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Balliol. You really are out of your mind. Some things I can see without eyes, Azazel. You have a new child. I don't know how you did it, but there's no point in denying it. And I told her to deal with as much. <laughs> That's why she's here, you know. She can't abide it. You wouldn't give her a child. Are you going to make a new one for yourself? <laughs> How delightful. Tell me. Boy or girl. How old is this little one? <laughs> there are limits to my visions. And just like you, your visions are fucked. <laughs> and of course, as usual, you're off the mark. I swear, the longer you stay here, uh, the more likely I am to kill you, Balliol. <laughs> what will you do? Steal my light? <laughs> what little I have left? I imagine I'll... Still seem a full cup next to little sips of humor that you take. What is it that you used to say? Huh? Weak tea. Weak tea. 
indeed. We tea indeed. <laughs> Hyman's fingers twitched toward the daggers in his jacket pocket. The weight of the knives was suddenly heavy against his side as he stared at the ghastly creature before him. Then they heard it. The singing. Hardly the choirs of angels, but the little voices grew louder and louder. The sanctuary doors burst open, and in they walked in two neat little rows, shepherded by nuns on either side, the orphans of Our Lady of Perpetual Grace, little Daniel's place, of course, early morning prayers. Balio fled to the side door in a fury of ragged gore, while Pyman simply melted back into the shadows behind the altar. Soon enough there would be screams when they discovered the man, eyes gone, just like the others. Pyman ran for the door to the alley, but Balio was nowhere to be found. Pyman swore under his breath, listening to the chorus of horrific discovery rising up from the church, turning over Balio's mad rantings in his own mind. He patted the knives in his pocket. Next time, Balio would not get away so easily. Next time, his cup would runneth over. That much was for certain. Halcyon, the Book of Pyman and all its entities are a production of Pyman Media, LLC, all rights reserved. Halcyon, the Book of Pyman is an original work of fiction written by Shannon Lynn and James Gray, produced by Jared Huffaker, and supported by our family of other Pacific Northwest creators. Our outro song, Nostalgia, was graciously provided by Paul from the band Cicero. Links to their music can be found in our show notes and our website. All episodes are available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. New episodes released bi-weekly on Wednesdays. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on all social media platforms. Or... Visit halcyonpodcast.com for more information.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.